I was going to put on a, like a lip shade or something, a lip gloss or lipstick. And then I was like, you know what? This wine lip really provides a nice shade of plum. <laughs> <laughs> Sarah with a stem today. I <laughs> look know, at me look gripping at it. Like, and look at my it. fucking. I have a fucking plastic ass glass. Alrighty, can I uh, have everyone's attention? Hello, hello, guys. Welcome, welcome to the Red Rum and Red Wine Podcast, the podcast where we talk about murder, mystery, and mishaps. Here's your first mishap: holding a plastic glass of red wine. Kristen, hi. And your other mishap, Sarah with a stem, because I'm holding red wine in a glass with a stem, so which is very fucking fancy, fucking ballsy of me. Very dangerous. Usually, she's like, <laughs> she's clutching that stem in her hand, like her life depends on it. The Usually class I'm would the be one. so fucking disappointed. Yeah. <laughs> Usually I'm the one with the plastic sippy cup, but not today, mm-hmm. folks. Mm-hmm. I yes, just it was... felt like doing it, and I did it. And it just happened. We started with the wine glass, and then we realized that that's too dangerous for Sarah to handle. So then we moved to plastic glasses. That is also too dangerous for Sarah to handle. Because although so they have... don't break, they still get knocked over. Yes, and we like red wine, not white wine. So that shit stains not just your lips, but everything around mm-hmm. you. So... Yeah, had to evolve to literal child sippy cups. A Mickey Mouse sippy cup. And this is before Kristen had a child and they had any sippy cups in the house. Oh, <laughs> Her no. mom literally bought me a sippy cup. <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. That's what what more do you expect from your two favorite mishaps? I don't think I don't think anything. Nothing at all. <laughs> Nothing at all. Speaking of took over a thousand views but finally finally someone complained about the way i pronounce words yay i tried to warn you i did you know can you blame me for not remembering that i mean i read over the notes and i still don't remember it so (laughs) it's fine appalachian and i thought someone once told me in a dream that like you know you can say it both ways and it's fine don't judge yeah if someone told you that that, except for that one person (laughs) yeah who knows easy for us to say you know easy for them (laughs) to say they don't have to talk behind this mic pronouncing words that are not common (laughs) (laughs) i can't even form sentence okay yeah uh shall we go on (laughs) Sarah, what are you talking about today? Sarah, what are you drinking? Well, we both said we're drinking wine, but not what wine? I'm drinking old leftover leftover wine. Oh my god! I'm. It. They need to make wine bottles in like uh, smaller bottles because they do. They're just expensive. 
Uh, it's it's the dilemma of opening a bottle of wine and not wanting to be an alcoholic and drinking the whole thing in one sitting and needing to drink the whole thing in one sitting because if I let it stay overnight, like it, it tastes terrible. I'm okay it's with the, one overnight. Anything more, I'm like, no. This one's, uh, oh no, no, this one's two overnight because it was our last recording. I, uh, I had it, a it's big just... bottle that I opened last night for Bachelorette. And I was like, I'm going to open the big bottle because we're going to watch Bachelorette with my neighbor. And then we'll have some leftover and I can drink it for the recording tomorrow. And then we drink the whole thing. (laughs) (laughs) Love that. That's what wine is meant for. It's meant to be shared and devoured. So then I had a different bottle to open for tonight. And then you you (laughs) drank that whole bottle. (laughs) Here she is. My $3 Walmart Cabernet. And a fancy stem glass to really zhuzh it up what wine are you drinking uh check last episode that's what (laughs) (laughs) i think the invention the invention uh from grape grape the grape check out the last episode if you really want to know because my tongue is a fucking tied i cannot speak it's cool and it's also Sarah's turn. Woo! Whoop, whoop. Thank God I don't gotta fucking talk. What are we talking about tonight? So, tonight, we are gonna be talking about a very crazy, sad, devastating, common occurrence slash crisis that really happens all around the world but Mm. is especially bad in Nigeria. Oh. So tonight I will be discussing mass kidnappings. Wow. Yeah. You know, yeah, good for you. There was a very interesting podcast. This is actually happening. (laughs) Everyone probably already knows it, especially if you've heard of My Favorite Murder, but it they... The guy just sits down and talks to people uh, who have had traumatic life experiences or any kind of life experience, and they basically talk about that experience. And one guy talks about how he goes, I don't think it was exactly Nigeria, but he goes to, I think, Uganda. And basically his motivation, like this dude is smart, he uh, went to Princeton and got like a mathematics degree, like super smart dude. And then he decides to become a journalist and go to Uganda and write stories about what's happening because he basically described how like seeing one 400 worded article about like the crap that goes down there because we don't even it like we don't even know the half of it because Mm -mm. no one talks about it. It's it goes unreported, unreported. And he just said, like, seeing that small 400 words and seeing the pain and the suffering and the torture in those words, like, he was like, someone needs to represent these people and tell them their story. So, hell yeah. That's super, super cool that you are doing this. Hell yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, it just uh, kind of came to me and I decided to run with it and... Like I said, it happens all over the globe, but it is reoccurring more often nowadays in Nigeria, and it's become such a humanitarian crisis. Yeah. 
So Nigeria has a pretty long history now with mass abductions and other similar or uh, terrorist-like crimes. Before mass abductions really became a thing, obviously smaller-scaled kidnappings were definitely happening, but they evolved into mass kidnappings to create panic within the public, to create a bigger opportunity for payoffs, obviously, as well as to create political pressure, of course. Yeah. Fucked up, man. Um... So, obviously, involved with these mass kidnappings, unfortunately, there is not always a happy ending. Mm-hmm. Um, deaths do occur. So, and this is usually because children, and I uh, will see that most of these mass kidnappings happen from uh, schools. They're taking a shit ton of students from schools but sometimes they also abduct staff teachers other staff of the schools like at the school they're abducting them yes oh my so God. i will get into the the different cases and kind of how it happens and so um we're mostly talking about the students and children who get abducted but oftentimes there are adults and staff from the schools that are taken as well Um, So children or people are often killed during these abductions when ransoms aren't paid or they can be executed in the process to inflict cooperation by others Mm -hmm. to, you know, literally just scare people, the abductees. Mm -hmm. So like I mentioned, smaller scale kidnappings still happen um, even though they've evolved into these mass kidnappings. They just go unreported, usually, you know, unless it's, like, someone of high ranking or of importance or whatever. Yeah. Mass kidnappings have become such an occurrence nowadays, just recently within the past few years, that it isn't necessarily surprising. It's actually kind of normalized. It's almost expected. That's really fucked up. Yeah. Yeah. So, who carries these mass kidnappings out? Um, Bandits, criminal gangs, and terrorist groups. And there's one really well-known one uh, that's had quite a bit of drama within Nigeria, to Mm -hmm. say the least, which is Boko Haram. Um, It's an Islamic insurgency, and... It's been a terrorist movement within Nigeria since 2009 about. Mm -hmm. So it's been about a 12-year conflict within Nigeria with Boko Haram. And they carry out other attacks um, aside from mass kidnappings, such as rocket attacks, ambushes, executions, destroying villages and attacking military bases, etc. And many... Bandits and criminal gangs have actually started taking notes and kind of using the same tactics as Boko Haram. So over the years, this has made the violent insurgency a growing and ongoing humanitarian crisis. Have they voiced, like, what their reason behind doing this is? Or they're just like, we just want to fuck shit up and we don't care um i don't know exact details behind boko haram's um mission and goals 
I I do know that they do most of what they do for um, Ransom and uh, somewhat, I think, you know, a lot of it is political, like they are try. I, I don't know. I don't want, I really don't want to like say yeah, what I really... my opinion is. Um, they are such a problem in the Nigeria Lake Chad basin. That's, um, I sent you a reference picture yeah, Kristen I... in case you're not familiar with the layout of Africa so this all this um this kind of mass abduction violence it like I said and I will probably say it multiple times it happens everywhere but it is especially bad in the northern area of Africa specifically the northwestern where the Lake Chad Basin is um, that's where Boko Haram is very active it's also very common in the northeast area. So, Damn. I'm going to talk about some kidnappings that have happened throughout the years, just to put all of this into perspective, um, just to really give you guys some numbers and um, to kind of like enlighten the occurrence, because. It's it's very ridiculous, and I'm sorry if I get a little overwhelming with dates and numbers. I'm just going to go down, and um, I tried to make it, you know, kind of to the point. So Boko Haram, like I said, had been around since 2009 doing their thing, but really, like, the first mass kidnapping that gained national attention in Nigeria happened April 14th, 2014, where 276 girls were taken from their dorms at the Government Girls Secondary School in the Chibok community. Okay, that's a fucking lot. Yeah. So in this certain case um, of kidnappings, obviously, like I mentioned, it was the first, like, big one and this stunned and outraged Nigerians. Like Obviously. I mentioned, it gained national attention. And this really kind of, um, this kidnapping experience really helped gain um, Boko Haram, like, notoriety. Mm-hmm. Sorry, I was, like, almost forgetting what I was saying, but... But it really put them on the map for being just fucking rotten It apples. made them, like, the freaking group to fear, basically. Yeah. Because, I mean, what the fuck, actually? Like, how does someone actually manage to pull that off? And uh, just, ew. So, during this kidnapping of 2014, around... 50, okay, so I say around 57. 57 is a pretty exact number. That's a number I obviously got from research and some other articles said around 50. So give or take, you know, yeah. around that number. Managed to escape in various ways during their kidnapping. Oh, that's Unfortunately, good. as of today, around 100 girls are still unaccounted for. Wow. A one... Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Around 100 girls. Sorry. Around 100 girls have been released from the kidnappers. So. 
But still, it's, as of you, this happened in 2014, and as of 2021, yeah, you uh, only assume still around happened. 100 are uncounted for. So I meant to say that a different way, but I hope it worked. That's just in those numbers are insane to me. It's insane that those people probably the people that did it probably were not sent had have not seen any justice in any sort of way so it really blows my mind that this can happen and so kind of speaking about justice like i'm okay so i am not sure how big boko haram is how many people are a part of it i do know it's large because uh one of the articles mentioned how god damn it i had it in my notes and then i deleted it because i had it in a weird freaking spot but um during one instance like not super recently but not super long ago either over a hundred boko haram like soldiers or members were taken down by the nigerian government or something like that like killed and that was not like even all of its members so I assume its members include not only their armed, you know, ugh, dudes, but also the people they kidnap and keep for a long time. They probably exactly. force them into slavery. I was Who knows ex- what? I was about to say that. Like, I hate to point out the movie Blood Diamond, but it's a Blood Diamond kind of situation right. where they're whoever they take. If they're young enough, they're going to Yeah, and I will mention later how people escape Boko Haram and seek refuge and stuff. So that tells you, like, their members aren't all just, like, people who are fighting for their cause. So Um, anyways, like I mentioned, this case in 2014 helped Boko Haram gain notoriety and helped make them notorious, basically. So, four years later, on February 19th, 2018, around 113 students were kidnapped from the Government Girls Secondary School and Technical College in Depache. And I am going to do my best to pronunciate um, these African cities, towns, states, and, um, or if they have states, right? Uh, okay. mm. We need to go back to school. (laughs) (laughs) Right. They didn't teach us that. It's fine. It's fine. And, yeah, in this instance, a few of the girls did apparently die, and most of them were released. Apparently, there is one girl still with the kidnappers, apparently, to one source. Right? And this one was done by Boko it's, Haram. It, the numbers that you're saying just baffle me. If this were to happen anywhere right, else, it, it like, so yeah, much worse. Uh, like, how? What? Why? It. If this happened anywhere else, this would be so much bigger than what it is. So I, it amazes me right. that, and I will a place like that can just right. like, no, it. It just amazes me that a place like that can seriously have such... uh, They don't need any gorier or any more tragic of a detail or of a story. Like, 
tragic shit is going on, but people just, for whatever reason, overlook it and don't care. But I'm like, right? They need clean water and healthy nutrition. They don't need mass kidnappings. Um, And I will get after I get into these instances, I will talk a little bit about how the government, how they get involved or how they don't get involved and stuff. So. December 11th of 2020, 344 boys were kidnapped from the government science secondary school in Kankara, which is in Katsina State. Like, how do they have any more Um, children? I'm sorry, but those are huge numbers. So, like I mentioned, all of these instances of the mass abductions, they happen from schools, boarding schools, schools. Yeah. Do you go um, into detail so, about like how they actually do these kidnappings? Like, do they try to put guards? I mean, like, I know that's probably it doesn't so do anything. But... I will get into like security and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but this particular kidnapping was carried out by armed gunmen, obviously. And so, uh, from what I read, this was not Boko Haram. It was just another you know, bandits or criminal gang that was up to no good. And so they plot their way in and kidnap these kids Mm. and hold them for ransom or what have you. So in this instance, um, like I said, it was carried out by the gunmen and they released the boys about a week later. And we'll see kind of a continuing trend throughout these instances. I'm like so slurring that word. I'm sorry. But, like, most of the times, negotiations are made between the Nigerian government and these, um, you know, kidnappers. And it's kind of rare where actual ransoms are paid. So, December 20th, 2020, which was nine days later from the last one I just mentioned, 80 students were taken from Islamaya School, Mahuta town which is also in katsina state Mm -hmm. negotiations were made for the students release but ransoms were not paid in this case and i so in some you know i'll have more details like how long they were held or when they were released some i just don't have those details um so i'm sorry if it feels sloppy it's just what i had and what i I didn't have that's what fucking sucks is most times like there just isn't any information on it um so i just mentioned the two that happened nine days apart in december of 2020 the first one that happened december 11th where 344 boys were taken that really did kind of gain more attention and just kind of brought things back into light like this shit is happening but it really only like fast forwards from there into 2021 unfortunately Mm. um and you know the ones that i'm mentioning these are reported these are the ones i had information on this does not go to say that things didn't happen in between that more kidnappings didn't happen in between i know there are absolutely i know there were because i read some that i didn't write down and so they're just you know take what i say into account and then just probably multiply it multiply it by a bunch so just because like it's so sad but the only reason that those 
even got the reports that they did are because the numbers were so large and they're like well we're just fucking assholes if we don't write a sentence about what happened today like it how how are how how are people it's just like the parents and so many people are affected by that right how is this not more well known it's it and it's crazy to think as a student or as a child living there like not only do you have to worry about one group but you have to worry about multiple groups coming in and like you're not Mm -hmm. even safe at school I mean like it's and unfortunately we'll see that although it's been going on for about 12 years it will only continue So, February 17th, 2021, 27 students were kidnapped from the Government Science College in Kagara, which is in Niger State. And you'll notice a lot of these schools have similar names, like the Government Secondary School, blah, 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 blah. They're all very similar, but they're in, um, some of them are in the same place. Uh, That's why I kind of I'm trying to tell y'all the locations because they have the same names, but they are in different places. Mm-hmm. So I'm trying. <laughs> um, in this instance, <laughs> I need to stop saying that word. In this case, all 27 students ended up being released after negotiations were made. So we still don't really know what that means. Negotiations were made. Like cause, if they were given something or... Yeah, but we'll find out that the government doesn't like to pay ransoms. So I don't know what these negotiations are. They could be like, you know, we won't kill you. We could you. imagine so many things. Yeah, we won't kill you. Or like <laughs> your friend's prison sentence will be cut short or something or like, like that. Who you, knows? You can do this drug trade on this day and we won't bother you. Yeah. Ugh. Right? Like, <laughs> Jesus. Our government does it, too. (laughs) Yeah. About nine days later, on February 26th, 2021, which was a few months ago, 377 girls taken by bandits from the government secondary school in Jinjibi? 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 In Zamfara State? Mm-hmm. which is northwest Nigeria. Um, I read that one student died and the rest were released when negotiations were made. And I think I read it was like on March 1st when they were released, so they were taken on February 26th and released on March 1st. Oh, what a terrible ordeal. Yeah. March 12th, 2021... 27 students were taken from the Federal College of Forestry Mechanization in Afaka. Mm-hmm. The students were released about two months after their abduction <gasps> when negotiations were made. Did it uh, talk about their time there for the two months? No. No, we Did never get any of those details. Oh my god, no. how can... Not in English, anyways. Say anything, yeah. It's just, it's mind-boggling the things that. Oh, I get it. I don't get it. But yeah, I mean, we can only imagine uh, what they were subjected to. A lot, yeah. Fuck, dude. 
that's like and we're not done my friend <laughs> no i doubt it oh. so sorry april 21st 2021 17 students were kidnapped from greenfield university in kaduna state or kaduna and the article for this that I saw said that five of the students were killed and the remaining 14 were held captive for about a month. But five plus 14 equals 19. 19. And it said that 17 students were kidnapped. So that math doesn't really add up. Uh, so I'm so sorry. Um, that's just what the ar- literal same article said. So regardless of... The numbers adding up, whoever, however many were there or not, the students that were held captive for that month or so, they were released because their families did end up paying ransom, which in the Nigerian uh, currency, currency <laughs> was about $100 million, or uh, not dollars, sorry, $100 million. And mm-hmm. that translates to just over... $240,000 in U.S. dollars. So they were returned to their families. May 30th, 2021, 169 people were abduct- abducted from Sal- Salihu Tenko Islamic School in Tajina, or Tah- Tah- Niger State. It is reported that most or all of the students remain in captivity and that (gasps) many of them are actually ill and obviously, like, ill taken for and sick. Oh, my God. Like, to this day? Yeah. Oh, I'm not going to sleep. what I read. I'm not going to sleep tonight. Fuck. And that is 169 students. Why do they take so many? They're trying to get this money like yeah and when i had a record of who committed these kidnappings i've mentioned you know whether it has been boko haram or just armed bandits or whoever and whoever um, they are when i know i'll say it but i don't know who committed you know this one and uh, and so we continue i'm so sorry Uh. june 11th 2021 which was a about a month ago, eight students were kidnapped from Nuhu Bamali Polytechnic in Zaria, which is in Kaduna State. I'm so and sorry. Apparently, I, our. I'm so sorry. I just have to. It is so bad. It's so terrible. When in my mind, I'm like, "Oh, that's good. It's only eight. And in the United States, that is like a freaking. People go nuts. No, but. Just wait until I say what's next. These eight students are apparently still with their kidnappers. Like, does that make it any more relieving? Whether it's it makes it a thousand times worse. But it's fucking sick. It's just it's fucked up when to think like the numbers that we've been hearing 
this entire episode, I hear eight and I'm like, oh, okay, well, at least it's not a hundred. Like I- I'm finding, yeah. I'm finding relief in eight and that's insane because eight is a fucking, it's more, it's eight right, more than it should in be. In the U.S., we don't get mass kidnappings like that. And if they are, they are around like maybe eight or less. It's like when a school bus gets fucking taken hostage, it's, it's not 300 plus kids taken from a school. I just can't believe that. It, this is happening so many times. There are no, there are no breaks. It's bam, bam, bam. It's insane. And so often within the past eight, nine months, because it's COVID's, ridiculous. Because COVID's over now, and people are just doing. I don't even think that's it. <laughs> I don't know. I've been getting. I think s- it's just the. I don't. Well, I don't know, but I. I I can understand because, unfortunately, us here in the United States, we saw a major trend in mass shootings, like, the first three months of this year. Right. Because people were going out and about and finally, like, get to be crazy in public again. I don't fucking know. It's just, ugh. Well, and so, I just wanted to kind of go in depth about the mass kidnappings for this story. But several other crimes go alongside of the mass kidnappings other than murder, Mm -hmm. like I mentioned, and, you know, deaths happening. But oftentimes when these children are kidnapped, the whoever's doing it will go into the nearby villages and literally, like, destroy them. Or, like, I read in one case where they took took the girls and marched them into the woods and just shot guns (gasps) in the air for, like, two hours straight. Just causing straight up chaos. Like no point. So, no point or reason. Mm. June 17th, 2021. 80 students and five teachers were kidnapped from federal government college in Burnin or Birnin Yari, which is in Kebi State, mm-hmm. by armed bandits. In this case, um, apparently seven have been rescued by the Nigerian army while three students have died. And it's kind of unknown about the remaining. Just last week, when when I started my research for this story, it was the same week. You know, because it's Tuesday now, but when I was typing this, it was like Friday. So... Last week, July 2021, 140 students plus a number of staff members were taken from Bethel Baptist High School in Kaduna State, or Kaduna. And I don't have many more details on that story, so yeah, because I'm so sorry. Fucking week ago, oh my god! And where? How do I not know about this? It's insane. It's insane how much like if if the media doesn't if this doesn't fit their narrative like fuck it if they tell us like we have to go out there and search for shit like this. What we've learned in the past is, uh, one of the reasons for these mass kidnappings is to gain a bigger audience attention to it and so maybe the nigerian media doesn't want to draw attention to it so that they don't 
want to make so they don't make the kidnappers feel like they're getting the attention so that i don't don't know no i mean and it's all political like we have no idea with the media and how that shit translates over to the states and what they want us to they they see us they know everything they control everything yeah i do understand where they don't want to give notoriety to these killers because obviously it's hard it's having them what they want. Yeah, it's hard having a true crime podcast where we literally talk about killers, but it's in the sense of like people need to know that this is happening because there are yes. you're not I'm not thinking of this and like, oh my god, we need to talk about these no, we need to talk about these victims. It is the victims yes. that this, and is this is what this, this is, is about. A case in general where you know, it's it's a little more um, straight to the point. There's no storyline. It's it's purely to bring awareness and attention to what's going on. You know, like over the, like not to our neighbors, but like over there, over like, there right in the world. The corner. Because it's imagine if this was your fucking child your friend your neighbor imagine if this was something that was happening in your own country how would you react to it so to think that oh just because this is happening in a place where we're not in we can't see we don't think of it so just because it's happening like or just because it's not in our sight we're not gonna bring awareness or we're not going to say like hey this is a really fucking tragic thing and maybe we should do something about it but it's right it's happening and we need to know about it because um not only does this affect africa and the surrounding um areas like you know how i mentioned it it's a little worse in the northern areas not only does it affect the northern areas and the surrounding areas and the whole africa of itself but it affects america as like um as in fucking united interests and and like what we stand for yeah it's just and well because um so i just like to throw in a few more facts just to put it again into perspective because i just want to let y'all know what's really going on here the global conflict tractor which is tracking specifically the Boko Haram in Nigeria since 2009 350,000 people have been killed only in the northeast area of Nigeria oh my god 3 million which is an estimated number (sighs) have been displaced from the Lake Chad Basin which is that northwest corner with uh you know several communities and that's just their movement alone so along with the other armed bandits and criminal gangs and the crimes that they commit those numbers multiply it's truly horrifying to hear how bad humanity can be sometimes right just this year 2021 in case you're listening, you know, like a few years in the future. Hey. Hey. <laughs> Around 600 schools in Nigeria have been forced to close 
Mm. And I'm not sure what kind of proximity that is, like where, but across. And they're, obviously, they're not giving these children any other alternative. Did I say Nigeria? I should say Africa. Um, Sorry. No, you're good. Definitely across Africa. And it has been reported that the lack of or weak security in the north, central, northeast, and northwest areas of the country has led to a surge in these crimes. Um, so I feel like people kind of have lost maybe a little bit of trust in the government because of the lack of security and when things when these mass kidnappings happen Mm -hmm. we'll see later on that like they don't they imply tactical force and do like things however but they don't like do a whole lot and whatever maybe (sighs) that's bad to say but The Nigerian military said in 2020 that terrorism could persist for about 20 years because of how bad it's gotten recently. Dude. But they... So they're not going to do anything about it? They... So when... That's my next bullet point. So when things do happen, my next bullet point is things that are being done to help. And we'll see that it's not... Helping? (laughs) It's not super. (laughs) It's Um, not great. (laughs) Military leaders are most likely to deny paying kidnapping ransoms because they don't like to reward criminals with money, usually, but also sometimes they ask for cars or whatever. So negotiations are usually made. Like I mentioned throughout many of the cases I mentioned, we still don't know what negotiations exactly mean, but it gets girls or students, I'm sorry, um, usually let free. Usually. Sometimes parents do pay ransoms and that Mm -hmm. um, results in, you know, the freedom of their children. But it's it's pretty yeah. rare that parents Ugh. have the kind of money that people are seeking. So when mass kidnappings happen, search and rescue missions are usually initiated by the Nigerian government. Like that's their pretty much go to as well as strong statements made by the government officials or sometimes by the president. Nigeria does accept refugees who flee from Boko Haram. So, like I mentioned earlier, whoever is a part of Boko Haram, um, if they are able to flee, they can seek refuge in Nigeria. UNICEF has also kind of Mm -hmm. put their foot into the situation, so... They've been working in the Lake Chad Basin, helping to improve access to safe water, as well as responding to other urgent needs, such as health care and nutrition for families. UNICEF came out with a statement regarding the December 11th, 2020 kidnapping, and that was the one with like over 300 boys. They came out with a lengthy statement, but I just included a short quote from it. Yeah. They said... 
Attacks on schools are a violation of children's rights. This is a grim reminder that abductions of children and widespread grave violations of children's rights continue to take place in northern Nigeria. And this whole epidemic of mass kidnappings has a huge effect on, obviously, the children and their future. So... I would never, I didn't want to go to school. I really wouldn't ever want to go to school. I mean, the mass numbers that they take. And for a lot of these kids, like this is their actual only hope to a future. of To get out of the poverty that they're in. And And you, you know when those schools got shut down when they shut those 600 down to try and protect these kids that they didn't offer any other type of educational assistance. Like this, it was literally them just saying like, we're just not going to educate you and it's better than you ending up not kidnapped. Well, we'll see that the schools didn't just choose to shut down. They had to because I'll uh, say it in a couple bullet points. (laughs) Okay. So, the outrage expressed by families and members of the communities have, I mean, they've expressed outrage throughout the years, but it's kind of dwindled down, not because people don't care, but because they have changed their ways in expressing their concerns. Because, mm. surprise, mm. surprise, apparently the government has a habit of suppressing their harsh critics. Mm-hmm. So when people are very vocal about their concerns and the everything, they are usually just discounted. So people have um, just, you know, expressed their concerns in other ways. Some parents, most parents have actually withheld their children from going to school altogether from the one fear of them being kidnapped. So I, that, I that is another reason why a lot of schools were probably forced to close, not because of just the kidnappings, but their enrollment the numbers number went of kids down. That just, yeah, didn't even bother showing right. up. Uh, I, I get both sides. I, I really do. It just, it's, it really sucks that there just isn't another option for these people. Like, what the fuck? Right. How is it that people they actually can't just do, are like, allowed school. to live these way? Yeah. Uh. One in five children throughout the world who are out of school are Nigerian. Wow. Wow. That's big. These kidnappings have big. impacted the education sector greatly, as we've as we've mentioned creating a sort of lost generation of youth because obviously Mm -hmm. (laughs) education is important for one to uh, learn and grow but also good education is tied directly to economics it's not just my future your future it's all of our futures and Mm. so you don't want your doctor to not to be like the last person that graduated in class you want to have a doctor right i don't know you wanted your doctor to go to school i would hope i don't know (laughs) so 
Yeah, no, not only are these children's personal educations and lives affected and at risk, but their general futures yeah. as well and their neighbors' futures. Because when they grow up when they grow up in 20, 30 years, who is going to be running the country? It's going to be them. It, it, oh, right. Man. Yeah, you don't that's honestly not even anything that I thought of, but yeah, just like the the wave of just pure terror. It, it just sucks. Yeah. Like I there I don't have anything else to say. I wish I had the right words, but fuck, it is just all around shitty and I the fact that some of those people are still out there with their captors like I am exhausted, but I don't think I'm going to sleep tonight yeah. because I'm just Like I'm UNICEF said, dude, me. like these children, they deserve this right to go to school and to be educated properly to and be human to beings. literally have that interrupted uh, it's a by man. <laughs> terrorism is disgusting it's unnatural it should not be yeah so like, i'm sorry yeah. this wasn't like a light episode but i just wanted to bring awareness to the situation you and- you said it was a crazy topic, and I was trying to figure out what turn you were going to take. I was not expecting this turn. So, wow, you're. Congrats for shocking <laughs> and appalling me because you just added to my insomnia. You're welcome. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know. I rarely I... leave Kristen speechless. <laughs> I feel like we say that, but then I'm always less <laughs> speechless because these cases are just getting more and more fudged up. Oh, man. I just can't believe that the sheer number of kids that go missing at a time. I'm just like, how, 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 how many people? I couldn't imagine being in school and that happening. And then, oh, wow. Yeah. I'm so sorry, guys. I get really annoyed editing when I don't complete my sentences, but I'm just, <laughs> I'm sent, I'm sentenceless. I can't, can't even think of the words to say to describe my thoughts. It's a mess up here. Well, sorry to kill you all the buzzes. The buzzes are officially killed. And until you get your next buzz follow <laughs> so we're doing an ending after all that I know, mess it's but like yeah cheers i guess to... cheers i guess to whatever but yeah be sure to follow us on twitter instagram tiktok youtube i think that's it yeah, yeah. at r-a-r-w podcast and until next time cheers to sarah bringing me a story next time that hopefully doesn't cause me such insomniac because I don't think I'm going to sleep for a week. Cheers to enlightening y'all on a humanitarian crisis and for killing my own buzz, honestly. So, Yeah. So now you have an excuse to drink an extra large glass and ponder on that. So... Have a good one, guys. As good as it can get after all that nonsense. So. Bye. Bye.